The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Boy, did I love the movie Unbroken. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. There's a new movie in theaters September 14th called Unbroken Path to Redemption. It's the rest of the true story of Louis Zamperini, an Olympic runner and later prisoner of war hero in World War II. It's his life after war. It compassionately shows how he worked through his demons and his anger, and more importantly, found peace with God. Unbroken Path to Redemption is especially timely and is in theaters September 14th. Check out unbrokenfilm.com, unbrokenfilm.com. Yes, that's right. 69-year-old Mark Bird suffers from Trump derangement syndrome and has taught us that one of the early symptoms are self-inflected gunshot wounds to your arms. Mark Bird is a College of Southern Nevada sociology professor. He's been there many, many years. He was found bleeding recently from a self-inflicted gunshot wound in the bathroom inside the Charleston campus K-Building Yes, he suffers from Trump derangement syndrome. He was found about 8.15 in the morning. This is August 28th, the second day of classes. He has been so distraught over President Trump, apparently he decided to take a 22 caliber pistol and shoot himself in the arm as a form of protest. Such a wuss. What are you, what are you talking about? A 22. In the arm. A 22. Yeah, see, this shows me... He wasn't really that interested in hurting himself. No. He was interested in gaining some sort of sympathy. Yes. As a protest. Let me see with what can I use to hurt myself that really doesn't, sh- mm-hmm. like, messes my arm up. Right, exactly. If I'm him, like, what, nine mil? Something 42? Some other part I mean, of the body? 42, 45, you know? Right. Yeah, so he, there it is. He's been there for 30 some years, and he's, like I said, he's 69. He's um, a faculty member. And uh, they said that they caught him or found him stumbling out of the bathroom. He collapsed because of the wound to his arm. Oh. Again, the twenty-two caliber <laughs> wound. Um, again, he uh, was doing this in protest of President Trump. Now, uh. let, me, uh, let me help you out here. <clears throat> Protests that don't affect me. Aren't that uh, aren't that affecting? It can no. affect me. No. They're not. No. See, they don't affect me, so they're not going to affect me. That's that's how this thing works mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. See, if you're on the left and you're saying you don't care, you people on the right, you don't care about your fellow human beings. You're so filled with hate. You have no love. It's just about hate. So let me do something that will not affect you and try to get you to care. See, you've already stated I don't care. So. How is doing something that I don't care about going to get me to care when you claim I don't care? There seems to be a flaw here. Seriously, guys, I will shoot myself. Oh, my gosh, he's going to kill himself? No. No, I'm not. You're going to shoot yourself in the head? No, 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 just the arm. Oh, my gosh, with some large caliber. No, 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 just a twenty-two. You see what I'm saying? So, first of all, it's a failure that you're trying to get me to care about something I don't care about. When your whole objection to my existence and what I believe is that I don't care. Okay, got it. And then you try to what? Gin up some sort of like shock with a 22? That seems like yet another failure there. Then, on top of that, you're protesting this and hurting yourself. Chris, I look at this as uh, not being all that different to the people that go on hunger strikes. 
I have put the food out there. You're welcome to it. Have a great day. No, no, no. I'm not eating this out of protest. Okay. And what does that... If you stop other people from getting food, if you shoot somebody else in the arm with a 22, now we got some protest. Because I got to tell you, 69-year-old Mark Bird, sociology professor at the University of Southern Nevada, you can shoot yourself all day long. It's not going to affect me. I mean, I, I wish you wouldn't. I wish you were a little more stable. I wish you didn't have TDS. That's, you know, but... If you really want to shoot yourself in the arm or the leg, if you want to shoot yourself again today, if you want to use a larger caliber bullet, I, I'm fine with all of that because I believe in those core principles of America. And if you want to harm yourself, Mark, have at it, buddy. Go ahead. I stand behind you. I'm just saying in the future, if you want to offer some sort of protest, get somebody on the, the right behind you to care, well... Maybe you shoot somebody else because then I'm going to care. Now, I don't even think the left is going to care that much. As a reaction. He used a gun. Well, well, no, exactly. So here we're two weeks into this. The leftist news Nobody didn't cover this at all. No. Why didn't they cover it? Um, see, because he didn't shoot anybody else with the gun. Exactly. And Mark seems a little unstable and they really don't care all that much about mental health. Mm-hmm. That's not their issue there. So we now know that. One of the symptoms, the early stages of TDS, is gaping bullet wounds to the extremities that are self-inflicted. Self-inflicted, yes. If you find yourself today reaching for a 22 caliber handgun and aiming it at your arm, I want you to pause if you have any ability to do so and say, wait a minute, this is not me. This is the Trump derangement syndrome talking. That's what it is. And immediately call 911 and report yourself. Just, you know, I'm getting ready to shoot myself in the arm with a 22. Now, likely they're going to go, yeah, it's a 22. They're, li- they're likely not going to respond in like an emergency type way. It's so serious. They'll get to you after they get to the homeless guy, you know, you know, uh, on the corner right. messing up with people. Yeah, they're, as soon as they get the guy who's screaming at the clouds, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to you. It's just a 22. Don't worry. Is it like a, even a 38? No, no, it's just 22. All right, we'll get to you eventually here. Don't worry. You're on the list. No worries. We got to get a cat out of a tree first. There's a missing dog down on Elm Street. So if you find yourself in that situation, it may be Trump derangement syndrome. Now, if you're at work today, then you see somebody walk in, stumble in with a 22 caliber bullet wound to their arm. It could just be Trump derangement syndrome. Yes, yes. So that's one way to do it. Now, there's a little more to the story that's pretty interesting. Um, When they went in the bathroom, they they found a $100 bill taped to the mirror. That's weird. Why is that weird? Why would you put $100 on the mirror? Uh, It said, for the janitor. Oh, my gosh. No, he (laughs) he paid him to clean it. Right, right. <laughs> That's funny. Now, there's a problem here uh, from a leftist standpoint, even, okay? You're doing this, why? Because you feel bad that the janitor is going to have to clean up yes. the blood and everything? Yes. The thing is, you didn't ask the janitor. Oh. Maybe the janitor's going rate for cleaning up blood is $200. Yeah. Maybe it's 1000 What's his rate? Maybe it's a million. Maybe he wouldn't be willing to clean up your self-inflicted twenty-two caliber bullet wound to the arm mess 
even for a million dollars. But you're assuming? By the way, I'll clean up blood for $100, just on um, the record. Yeah, me too. It's probably not even going to take 100 but since it's out there, yeah, 100 seems to be the going rate. <laughs> right. You're, you don't know what this guy's going to do. Now, I'm sure the janitor probably appreciated the, the consideration, but maybe you check with him. Hey, Steve, apparently I'm suffering from TDS, and I'm getting ready to go into the bathroom and shoot myself in the arm. Oh, my gosh, with a 45? No, no, just a 22. Oh, okay. See you later then. Now, I'm just concerned about the blood. You're going to have to clean this up. Um, yeah, okay. How about like 100 bucks? <laughs> you might just want to have that conversation with him first. And then there's another failure, Chris. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say you, just for the sake of argument, okay. just to put yourself in this situation. Got it. Let's say you're a student and you hear this gunshot go off. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize it's a gunshot because mm-hmm. it's just a 22. Mm-hmm. But then it determined, you determine it is, in fact, a gunshot and you see a professor stumble out and collapse from a 22 caliber bullet wound. Collapse. Anyway. And they call the ambulance and whatever, and the police are on their way. And you walk in the bathroom following the trail of blood, and you see a $100 bill taped to the mirror that says, for the janitor. I'm the janitor at that point. So you're going to self-identify You're going to clean it up? No, no, I'm not cleaning it up. (laughs) I'm going to clean up part of the mess. If there's blood on the bill. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to clean up the part with the bill yes. that's in the way of yes. the mirror or whatever, but I'm not going to clean No. If there's $100 on the I'm mirror, taking that 100 bucks. I'm sorry, that $100 is not going to exist. No. What $100? I mean, when, when the police question you at the hospital, you're like, well, I left the $100 for the janitor for your... I'm sorry? The $100 I taped to the mirror for the janitor. No. Sorry, we didn't find $100. That's that's how the thing's going to play out. Yes. I think there's a lot of people that may not leave the $100 for the janitor if they wandered in and found the $100 on the mirror. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen with me. <laughs> Wait, there wasn't $100? You know, um, it's possible that I may tape like a five up there. <laughs> Are you, no, you didn't leave a hundred. You left a five. Let me think. The only reason, well, the only way that happens is... If somebody knows there was money taped to the mirror. Yes. yes and yes. I'm going, a hundred? It's a 10. What are you doing? It was a t- You don't know a 10 versus a hundred? Come on, Pete. Actually, I think it was a $1 bill, dude. That's what it I'm, was a one. I don't think. Which I thought, I mean, that's, that's insulting because that's not even fighting for 15. No, <laughs> that's a minimum wage. <laughs> dude, that's what I would do. I would, I would replace the one $100 bill with a 10 and a five. For the janitor, and then put hashtag fight for 15. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson. Want to tell you about another show that I think you're going to like. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about news stories that we think are important and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcast. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. If you hear yourself saying, feels pretty good to see somebody rub their nose in it, 
you may be addicted to outrage. We've expressed our outrage at everyone and everything that is different. Every thumbs up is like a dopamine surge and every retweet is a serotonin hit. In my new book, Addicted to Outrage, we bring clarity to this addiction. If enough of us can just drop our anger and outrage, we might just stand a chance to heal ourselves. Addicted to Outrage by Glenn Beck. Pre-order now at glennbeck.com slash addicted to outrage. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.